All right, welcome to the Ask a Relationship Coach podcast and our YouTube video. Nice, this is my first time being on the video podcast. Yeah, Bryce is brave. I was excited to share with him. I've come up with this new way of doing it where people can connect with us visually. And cool. we also don't do any editing now. No, nope. just go for it. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, welcome to the podcast. After 13 years as a marriage and family therapist, I am here answering your questions and sharing everything that I have learned with you. And today you're joined by my husband, Bryce, as well, who is a certified relationship coach himself. Mm -hmm. So we're both here sharing um, what we know today yep. and answering a question. So yeah, I'm excited. Bryce actually has a question that he's bringing from someone today. Yeah, I think this is a really juicy one to dive into. It's around male anger. And because I am a man, I've had my own experience with anger issues. I've worked with a lot of men. I worked for wilderness therapy programs for a lot of years. A lot of anger would get expressed out there. A lot of rocks and sticks thrown. Um, and so, yeah, I'm excited to dive into this and hopefully provide some useful uh, perspective for women and for men because the question centers around what's normal and what's healthy and I don't think this is something that people talk about a lot yeah so I'll read the question and actually before we dive in let's do announcements okay so um, announcements Bryce and I are going to be hosting a 12-week group for women and it's called decoding men mm -hmm. stop feeling lonely and get the emotional support you've always wanted so we're really going to be diving into how to i'm just noticing the planes flying by right now so we're going to be diving into how to help support a man in opening up emotionally and how to show up as a partner of a man who maybe didn't learn how to show up emotionally or didn't feel safe growing up, showing up emotionally, and that could be um, maybe didn't feel safe sharing their sadness, their fear, their anger, their confusion, and so... Um, their sexuality. Their sexuality. Big one. Yeah. So um, this is going to be a 12-week group, meaning there's going to be six video lessons included in this course, and then there's going to be six live coaching calls, and it's going to be starting on March 26th, Thursday, March 26th. So if you're interested in that, go to advancedrelationshipacademy.com and on our homepage, you can see our latest free web class called Decoding Men. Go in, you can watch that web class and there on the web class is going to be um, a button. If you're interested in learning more about the course, just click on that button and you can get in and learn more about the course and get signed up. Yeah, so. we could probably just add the link in to the yeah, description. Here. We'll do that too. That's a great yeah. idea. So, um, and then anything you want to announce with men's groups? Nope. We're still running. So, um, we might start another one soon. We've had some interest. So mm -hmm. if you got a man in your life or you are a man who's interested in men's groups, um, just contact me. You can do that on the website. Cool. And if you do want any private coaching, either as an individual um, on your own, or if you want to come in with your partner, um, Bryce and I are also taking private clients. So you can also set up an appointment at advancedrelationshipacademy.com. There's a place there where you can schedule with us. So I think that's it. Cool. Dive into the question. So this question comes from um, a person named Lauren. So Lauren says, this is vulnerable, 
vulnerable, but here goes. When my partner and I argue, things quickly escalate and he raises his voice at me. It triggers me and reminds me of my dad growing up who yelled a lot. I often tell him to calm down. Sometimes he says that he's allowed to be angry. And I agree, but the ways in which he's expressed it, yelling, name calling, punching holes in doors, smashing a phone, etc., do not feel safe to me. This hasn't happened often, but enough to make me feel untrusting and unsafe. What does healthy expression of anger in men look and sound like to you? How can I encourage healthy expression of anger, tolerate a man's feelings and not feel overwhelmed by them and still have my own back? I don't want to walk on eggshells anymore. I want to take responsibility for my sense of safety in a relationship. I don't want to tolerate this behavior, but don't want to stifle someone's self-expression in the process. Okay. So a lot of questions in there. Mm-hmm. Man, this is such a good question. Yeah. And I think this is something that happens behind closed doors a lot as there's conflict in a lot of relationships and things get thrown, holes get punched in the walls. Um, crazy stuff happens sometimes and people don't really talk about it. So mm-hmm. we'll bring it all into the light now and we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds me a lot, actually, I've got this book sitting here, but, um, it reminds me a lot of this book transformation through intimacy by Robert masters. And maybe one day we'll interview him or something. Cause I, this is one of my very favorite relationship books, but in this book, he talks about anger in anger out and how in our culture, what we tend to do is we kind of have this conflict between, do I let the anger out? Do I express it or do I hold it in? And I really like his perspective, which is that either of those is actually um, a disservice to ourself and really doesn't allow us the feeling of the anger that we need to go through in order to, you know, keep moving towards what we want in our life. Yeah, I guess I'm not understanding. What does that, what does that look like? Yeah, so um, one of the things that I imagine it would look like from from reading his work and doing some of my own work is to be able to sit and actually feel the anger. So when I hear that someone's like yelling or punching holes in walls or smashing a phone, what I hear is that they're actually having a hard time sitting with the feeling and the sensation of anger. So violence in a way becomes like a way to avoid feeling the anger. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what, what popped up for me was, um, I mean, healthy is a loaded word and it's not so much what's healthy in general, but what's healthy for you. Like how much of this can you tolerate and still be okay in your relationship? Um, I know for me, even just raising a voice is pretty startling for me and doesn't really work. Um, and I could see where there could be a couple where if someone gets mad and wants to go, punch a punching bag in the basement or something. And that's how they kind of move some energy. Mm -hmm. Um, that could be, that could work. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, as I, as I'm hearing this, when I think about, uh, things getting broken, my sense is that that's probably something that that's not working for you. And yeah, it just sounds really tough. Yeah. And I'm guessing that that's not really working for the man in this partnership either. Um, yeah, no one wants to be repairing holes in the walls or fixing phones, getting new phones. Yeah. 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 And I think men have a really speaking from a man's perspective. We men have a really um, complicated relationship with anger because 
we're shown in movies, we're shown um, with celebrities that, that anger is expressed through violence. And so growing up, um, and I wrestled and I played football and I even was a cage fighter for um, several years, even when Jenny met, that's still what I was doing. So I thought that that really was a healthy way to get my anger out was through aggression. And so when I started to pull back from that and say, hey, I don't want to be uh, a violent person. I want to try to find better ways. What I did instead was I started to suppress it more. So I thought, well, if I let Jenny get her way, um, if I just hold it in, uh, then that's better than acting out. And I think what that tends to morph into is, is depression and irritability and anxiety. Um, so yeah, like Jenny said, really training and practicing sitting in my anger and feeling it, feeling the physical sensations is what has allowed me to not do either of those two things um, and to really be with it. Yeah, and I noticed that coming into relationship with with Bryce actually brought up experiences of anger that I had never felt before. And sometimes I felt like, why do I feel so angry in our relationship? Like before we met, I never felt this kind of anger. And knowing what I know about relationships, I was able to be with the perspective that that's not necessarily a bad thing, right? So I think sometimes we avoid situations that will bring up intense emotion as just a way to avoid having to go through that experience and feel those feelings that are already in us. And so one of the things I found with Bryce is that when I started to feel anger in a way I hadn't been used to feeling it, um, I felt like I sometimes reacted in ways I didn't necessarily like. So I'd raise my voice at you sometimes, or I would, um, I'd want to throw something or hit something for me, it was usually something soft because I knew I didn't want to be damaging to things. So I'd throw a sweatshirt or I'd, um, you know, I'd hit the bed by myself if I was in the room trying to process. So, you know, it was interesting for me to experience this experience of feeling like I don't I actually don't know what to do with all this intense heat, this intense energy. And um, those were kind of like coping strategies, which we're fine in a way. And um, again, like Bryce said to the question asker, you get to decide how much of that, those strategies you're okay with. Um, and Bryce and I have had conversations about it, but one of the things that he clarified to me is that when I raised my voice, it really did feel threatening to him. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Jenny is like super sweet, super kind. You probably can't imagine her raising her voice, but yeah, I mean, come into partnership and live with anybody and everybody's, you know, stuff will come up. So yeah, it was a learning curve where there was sometimes some voice raising and um, yeah, I had to lay out a boundary there that, that that doesn't work for me. Yeah. And then I had to start to find ways to express that differently. And so one of the things I found was being able to actually feel the anger just running through my body, like I was a channel of it and being able to feel it without reacting to it just letting it go all the way through my body. And then sometimes for us, it's us speaking it to each other. So me being able to say, I feel so angry. I feel so angry. And sometimes I'll let myself go there in my mind and I'll just notice I want to throw something or I want to break something. And then it gives me a chance to step back and just take a breath. 
Yeah. And I'm wondering how this relates to potentially the question asker, because I do wonder if there's a lot of anger there. If you're watching your partner punch holes in the walls, like I would be angry about that. Um, especially if I've put up with it for a long time, if I put up with a level of acting out that hasn't really felt good, I might feel angry. So this is for you to try on. I know you're trying to figure out what's good for a man to do, like looking outward and we're talking about that, but also, yeah, you might have a lot bottled up in there. Exactly. So what I would do is I would actually presence it. When you experience your partner being angry, presence yourself and notice what's happening in your own body. And it might be fear, anger, sadness, confusion. Yeah. And you might be taking on more of the passive role like I have, where it's like I stuff it. And I'm like, see, Jenny's the crazy one. She's angry. She's yelling. Um, and I can like kind of hide out there and draw my boundaries when really uh, a lot of my work to accept Jenny's anger and be with her anger has been to experience my own and be with my own. And then I can handle more of hers. And I can handle more of a lot of people's anger now because I've, I've been with my own. It doesn't mean that someone could come into my house and punch a hole in the wall and I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just, I'm noticing that, that uh, as the capacity grows, I'm more okay with more people and more feelings. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was curious how that's impacted us because I am, I'm just noticing that over time I feel like, um, I don't know. I feel like there have been less and less times where I feel that rage rise and feel like I want to like project it out to you. Um, so I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know exactly how that's impacting our relationship for you to get present to your anger, but I feel like it's been helpful. Yeah. And I don't think, I mean, from what I understand about attachment, it's not that I'm going to stop being as angry, but it's just going to show up a bit differently. Cause I think I can still feel uh, rage and even have thoughts of like wanting to, to punch or run or do something like that. But, um, but yeah, I think practicing being with it more and more on lower levels has increased my capacity on a bigger level to, to really sit with it and share it. And I still blame and go through my whole process with it. Um, it definitely happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And I'm also thinking about for the question asker here, the person who's in the seat of watching someone do this and what might be most helpful for them moving forward. Yeah. Well, first of all, for anyone who's listening, safety, I think safety is always first. If you ever actually feel like you are in danger, um, obviously um, getting help, getting into a safe place, calling 911, So we're not even talking about putting yourself in domestic violence risk. If there's any concern, you always start with getting yourself safe. Um, If if that's not the issue, if you do feel safe, if your partner has strategies that you don't like, that don't necessarily feel good, but overall you don't worry that they're going to harm you um, or punch you or hurt you in some way, then again, it's going to be getting really clear about how does this feel to me when I observe this experience happening? And how do I not, you know, if your partner's the one that's lashing out at something um, verbally or hitting something, you don't want to go back and hit them emotionally or otherwise. Does that make sense? You don't want to, so the idea is not to perpetuate the problem, 
but it's also not to stuff it down either. It's to be able to say, I'm feeling anxious, I'm feeling scared, I'm not feeling safe, and see if something can start to shift in, in the environment by at least one of you showing up more honestly. Yeah, that's a good point, Jen. I think that no one wants to, we don't want anyone to put themselves in danger. I think breaking things already shows some lack of, of self-control. So if you're trying to express your feelings to someone who is already in this space and consistently shows up in this way, it might not work. Mm-hmm. You might have to remove yourself. Um, yeah, this person is saying that this doesn't happen very often, but it's affected safety and trust. And that makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I really think if, if things are at this point, this person and needs to get some type of support to be able to, cause this is not going to work long-term. I don't think for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And if, if he is a partner that you really do ultimately feel safe with that you can explore with, then it might be helpful to share more about your experience growing up and what it was like for you when your dad would yell, you know, and see if you can utilize the relationship with each other to understand each other better. See if you can start to understand what it was like to feel threatened as a child and help him begin to understand what that still is like for you as an adult woman and see if he's willing to explore what it was like for him to be maybe repressed as a child. I don't know if he was told to kind of step down his anger or if he was in an environment where his mother or father would lash out, but he had to be repressed. So see if you guys can actually get in and start to explore this a little bit more, Um, start to create some understanding for each other, not because you're willing to continue the pattern, but because one of the best ways to break a pattern is to understand it better and to get from that understanding a more clear picture of what you both want. And then you can set a new goal together in terms of how do we want to work with anger when it comes up. Cool. Yeah. I really like that, Jen, that angle of trying to understand more because yeah, that might be the path to really resolving some of this conflict um, is using your best listening skills to to understand your partner um, and that might help calm them and relax them. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's always, it takes two to tango. So there's mm-hmm. always something going on in that dynamic. Yeah. 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 And, and I, Oh, go ahead. Yeah. And, and well, the other thing I was going to say, which is, um, and this can be kind of advanced for some people and this isn't going to work for everyone because I mean, especially if people have witnessed a lot of, uh, aggression and if they've ever been abused, this might not be the type of thing that you want to use, but you can also look at in any situation where you're, you're looking at it as outweighed as like, this is not good for me. Um, This is a negative experience and also go in with the question, what am I getting out of this? Mm -hmm. So do I get out of being in a relationship with someone who has intense anger? Um, Maybe it's that I get to point my finger at them. I know um, in previous relationships, I would sometimes date women who had certain types of issues and that I did not have so that I could point my finger at them and say, yeah, they have all the problems and not really look at what was going on with me. Um, it could be that I fear losing connection so much that I'm staying in this relationship. That can be something to look at. Um, yeah. It could be that I don't really have to look into my own anger because like they're doing all the work over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I really like that. And I also, this is just kind of putting in um, this just a little bit of like, a thought on anger in general. I was thinking, what could we give this couple if, you know, if, if I were to give the two of you anything that you could take with you? Um, 
you know, one thing would be to trust that your anger isn't a problem. Like anger's not the problem. Anger is a feedback loop. And my perspective is anger is always letting us know that on some level we're self-betraying. Could be very small, could be more intense. Um, but if I feel anger, if Bryce does something and I feel angry and I want to project to him, that anger inside of me is letting me know that on some level I am self-betraying. I'm believing I'm not enough to create what I want. I am blocking myself from the actions that it would take for me to create what I want. Um, I'm blocking myself from loving and being loved by Bryce in some way. So um, that's going to maybe not be easy to figure out or find out in the moment. But I think if you can start to trust that anger is not a problem, his anger is not a problem. You can start to speak up about certain ways that he's dealing with it that don't work um, and let him know you want to get support together if it, if it continues. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Cool. Yeah, and I always appreciate someone bringing in, I mean, this is a super vulnerable topic to share. Um, and just the fact that you're willing to get it out there and hear this response says a lot about where you are and your openness um, and your investment and, and making this feel better. Yeah. Cause I think it's, it's, I'm thinking about working in the addiction field too and how there's um, this comes up quite a bit and it's just, yeah, there's so much pain there and so much shame that it can be really easy to get caught in this cyclone and um, to not let anyone see you and what's really happening. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for showing up and sharing your question because I think there's a lot of other people out there who will really benefit from this and yeah. you're really not alone and you don't have to keep doing this, you know, just the two of you if it's not working. Get some support. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, and you also don't have to wait for the other person to get support. So yeah. you can get your own. That changes the dynamic anytime one person um, starts to move the ball at all. Yeah. Cool. Anything else here? That actually feels complete for me. Okay, cool. All right. Thanks, you guys. All right. That went pretty well. <laughs> I know. It went pretty well, huh? Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.